How do you listen to burnout the first time it snaps at you? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery, where we are going to learn how to snap back to burnout. Welcome and thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And as I was thinking about where I wanted this show to go during my summer hiatus, one of the things that became incredibly important to me is that I maintain a commitment to talking about, addressing, and training and treating burnout in business owners. I've recovered from burnout twice in my career, and I'm only 43 years old. And I feel like that is something we need to talk about. Not my burnout and not the fact that I'm 43, but the fact that burnout is becoming more and more a topic of conversation and not just because it makes for a quick soundbite, but because it's becoming part of our regular everyday in the workforce. And that is true for business owners. I think that there's a sort of a story we create, I think, that as business owners, we're never going to burn out because we've created our lifestyle freedom. We have built our time freedom. We have financial freedom. And we have done all those things. So how would we burn out? I've talked to so many business owners when they're in that burnout stage, they feel selfish. They feel stupid. They feel entitled. They tell themselves they're having a first world problem. It makes them feel like they're, you know, uh, having a tantrum of sorts be and they don't really take their symptoms and their experience seriously because they then decide that it's a problem of their own creation. Well, I built this business. I made these decisions. I decided that I would I, I would ABC. So who do I have to blame other than myself? And here's the thing. I absolutely believe in radical self-acceptance, radical self-inquiry and radical self-inquiry, knowing who you are, how you move through the world, and what sets you up for success. Once you know those things as a business owner, you have responsibility to make sure that those needs get met, to make sure that you are giving yourself what you consistently need in order to be set up for success. But I also think that when you're doing something Monday through Friday on a schedule, no matter how much you love it, no matter how much it lights you up, that you too can be susceptible to burnout. Because doing the same thing, even when it involves a lot of varying tasks, can be tiring, can start to eat away at our motivation, and it can shift our perspective. Constant customer service, being called to be an you know, an extrovert when you're more introverted. There are so many things that can contribute to exhaustion from our work and professional lives. And I don't want it to just to be this meme that we make fun of millennials for having, even though like I'm usually like, I've been known to say a millennial joke a time or two, but I think that that generation is on to something. As much as us older folks will be like, oh, what do you have to burn out from? Like good on them for paying attention attention and saying like this work life in this schedule and this way of moving through the world is exhausting. Perhaps it's not as entitled as some of us more experienced in the workforce kind of tend to think about. Maybe it's more enlightened. 
And I want to think about it and talk about it and treat it, which means I'm going to need your stories about this to keep coming because I think, you know, burnout keeps this umbrella going and we put it all in the same category, but there are layers to it and there is nuance to it. And I want to be able to talk about this, not in some esoteric way, but with real tangible stories so we can have a live action conversation about it. So if you are sitting and listening to this show and you are thinking, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm burned out. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit lost or I'm a little rough around the edges. I want you to not just listen to today's story, but think about your own. Send it in to me and see if we can create here a community conversation about a crucial topic. So without talking any further, I'm going to dive into today's today's listener letter, and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, I am two weeks back from a three-week vacation. I was able to walk away from my business for three full weeks, and it was wonderful. I brought the kids to see both set of grandparents for visits, had alone time with my husband, caught up with my girlfriends, and I even took four quiet days away by myself. I couldn't have filled my bucket anymore if I had tried, honestly. I haven't even been back for a month, and already I feel like I'm slogging through. I find myself questioning the point of things I already planned and decided on. I'm looking for excuses to end the day early and I'm dreading the next day and I feel tired all the time. Obviously, I don't need a vacation. I just had one. My girlfriend questioned if I was feeling depressed and honestly, I'm not. I don't think I have this energy outside of work. I'm active. I plan things. I enjoy my kids. I take care of my health and I have things I'm looking forward to. At work though, it feels like quicksand. I imagine you're going to tell me this is burnout, but I don't buy that. Honestly, I'm only five years into my business and it's still a business I want and that I get a lot back from. It fulfills me. I've missed listening to you this summer and have been wondering what your take on this would be. Looking forward to finding out when you return from your when you return to our airwaves. Okay. So thanks so much for writing in. Thanks so much for sharing. And yes, I'm going to tell you that this is burnout. You probably saw that coming just from my introduction for the show. But here's the thing. You can still have a business you love that you're proud of that rewards you and that fulfills you and still find yourself burned out. So one of the things that I want you to kind of do some, you know, self-inquiry around and self-inquiry, my friends, is going to be a phrase that you hear me say more and more on this show, because I spent a lot of time thinking about where I wanted to take you guys and the journey and the conversation that I wanted to have with you on this show. And it is going to be about self-inquiry, knowing ourselves, being curious about ourselves and accepting ourselves. And that's what you're doing here with this letter. And so what I would like you to do is spend some time on self-inquiry and thinking about the weeks and the months leading to vacation. 
I want you to start to think about the times you felt tired and told yourself you just had to hang on because vacation was around the corner. The things that made you grit your teeth that just put you in the countdown until vacation. The things that made you roll your eyes, the times you missed sleep at night, the times you overslept in the morning, the times you were anxious. Because I think one of the things that happens is those first signs of burnout, the nagging annoyance and irritability with things that didn't used to annoy us, the feeling of dread, the avoidance of doing things. Like at first, it really does fall into the maybe I need a vacation bucket. And a lot of people make that mistake through no fault of their own. They can be intentional and mindful and self-aware and still miss the boat a little bit on that. So I would like you to think about the vacation, uh, the, sorry, not the vacations. You can think about vacation, but not now. Um, I would like you to think about the conversations that you were having with your friends, with coworkers, with your husband leading up to vacation. What was exhausting you? What was wearing you down? What like went into the suck it up bucket? Cause you thought like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I just have to do this because my guess is you you were running on empty and fumes for a long time leading up to vacation. And so does some of that go into the vacation bucket? Sure, I'll give you that. But I also think that putting everything into the the I just need a vacation bucket is probably where you started to find yourself floundering a little bit. So what we need to do is kind of chase the tail a little bit, take this back and say honestly and openly, when did this really start? And what are the things that cause it? If you were looking in the mirror and you were honest to goodness saying to me, I was kind of good before vacation. I felt fine. I wasn't tired. I didn't feel dread. Then I'm going to buy into that. But before we get there, I want you to look at the weeks and months prior to your vacation. And what were you blowing off, not validating like minimizing or undermining because largely those are probably the things inside your business or inside the way you're building your life around your business that might need your attention because they're likely contributing to burnout. At the very least, they're contributing to why you're so tired and exhausted so soon back from vacation. Now, it is normal, by the way, to transition in a bumpy fashion from vacation to work. Like, I think we have this, ex, you know, expectation as business owners that because we love our businesses and hopefully love what we do, we should just be skipping in into the office and finding our way with like boundless energy. And I just kind of call it BS on that because like, no, for a lot of people, our businesses, I, I'm going to include myself in that. It's still work. It still requires time and attention and energy and focus. But Sometimes the way we've built our work, the way we've designed our work lives, the way we've planned out client calls or customer service or our schedule 
We find a pattern of things that we have said yes to that we should have absolutely positively said no to. We find times and instances where we've given ourselves away, where we've bitten our tongue, where we've resigned ourselves to something not going our way. And a lot of times, something that feels like we can compromise on in the moment, it's easy. We're physically able to do it. So why? Why not? Over time, starts to feel like that pee under a mattress. Not a really big deal at the beginning, but wow, now after accumulating weeks and months of it, doing it on repeat, managing it on repeat, holy smokes, our back is really starting to hurt now, and we can really feel it. That is the examination I would encourage when someone is telling me, I still love my business, I still love my work, but wow, I'm dodging things. I would want you to look at your business practices and your systems and the ways you're doing things that irritate you, exhaust you, you know, cause you to lose your, you know, focus and attention. What sort of things are you doing that you resent that perhaps a team member should be doing? I would start to pay attention to those things. And you heard me talk on last week's show when we were talking about up-leveling and goal setting for the next level. Like you gotta, you know, spend some time getting curious about where you want to be. That's the other piece to this that I would ask you about. If you just did like a plug and play for your schedule and you sort of said, okay, I'm on vacation for three weeks and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But you have haven't stopped and paused to look at the direction you intended this to go, to ask yourself, is this still relevant? Do I still want this? Then that might be another reason you've set yourself up to fail because you just were paying attention and paying attention, but you never looked up and zoomed that lens out to look at the big picture around where you really stand now and what you want for yourself and what you want for your business. I want you to be curious and then I want you to start to get to work on validating the things that aren't working, that feel heavy, that take up too much time, that are inconsistent with the life and business you want, that feel like they're hindering your happiness. And I want you to ask yourself a really important question. What am I willing to do to make this easier? So often when we're getting overwhelmed by tasks and we're tempted to avoid things, it's because we've compromised on it. We're not doing it the way we said we would. We're not doing it at the pace we would prefer. So one of the ways we can, you know, sort of reduce and eliminate that burnout is if we say, what do I need to do differently for this to feel possible, for this to feel manageable? And that might mean that you need another staff member on your team. That might mean that you have to change your schedule so you're not meeting with clients at a time that you don't particularly have good energy. But if as the boss of your business, you could start to shift and change things to make them acquiesce to you more rather than you acquiescing, I think you're going to find the symptoms you know, in the, you know, your, your dis, your, your dissatisfaction, some of the, the burnout that you're experiencing, I think you'll find that start to dissipate a little bit and it will start to lessen. But you want to give yourself permission 
to solve the problem. Because when things are working fine and they're going, I think we tell ourselves a story, well, I just have to keep doing this. I, I just need to keep doing this. This is, this is how we've gotten this successful. I can't stop. And that essentially is a story you're telling yourself, but you're only going to figure it out when you zoom out the lens and say, what would be a better ending to this story? And what do I need to do to get there? Because if you can do that gut check, what am I willing to do to get the life and business I want? You will start to make the changes that benefit you because you not wanting to and you not being comfortable is reason enough to make the change. You get to speak up for yourself. You get to identify what's working and you get to spend time on what isn't. And I'm sure that if you go back and listen to last week's goal setting exercise and combine it with the things that I said today, you will have a to-do list of things that you can attack and start to problem solve and shift and change to better set you up for success. But while you do that, I don't want you to be saying the phrase, I, you know, I already took my vacation. I can't take more time. I can't take another vacation so soon. I can't, I can't. Because what you're also learning is your level of exhaustion, your level of dissatisfaction has gotten to be so imminent that after only two weeks, you reached out to me for help. And I am not saying at all on any level, you shouldn't have reached out to me. I am grateful that you reached out to me. I'm so glad you reached out. It gives us an opportunity to talk and have this really important conversation on the show, but we can't just talk about it. We also have to take care of you because listening to burnout the first time means we're going to treat it even if we're also solving it and getting rid of the things and removing the issues that are causing it. So I would like you to look at your, your schedule and I would like you to perceive opportunities where you can recharge. And when I say that, I have no idea what recharges you. You might need a really good cardio workout. You might need a walk in the woods. You might need a Netflix binge. You might need a baking binge. Um, I've done that a time or two. You might just need to get in the car and drive. But whatever is going to help you catch up on your rest, help you move in your body and skin more, I don't care that you already had a vacation. Find some pockets of time to nurture yourself, take care of yourself, find yourself again. Because the more you start to lose yourself, the more you make decisions that make yourself unrecognizable to yourself, the harder the battle with burnout becomes and the bigger mountain you have to climb. But if you spend some time on radical self-inquiry and then you spend some time on nurturing, recharging, and refueling, I am confident that you will come up with a plan that will reduce the things that cause burnout for you in your business. I am so glad you reached out. If you need more of my help, you want more of my two cents, do consider finding me over at Heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. I welcome the opportunity to con- you know, continue this conversation with you one-on-one. That invitation is for any listener who finds themselves kind of lost and struggling. I'd rather nip this in the bud, my friends, and catch you right at the beginning and help you get on your way. You are welcome to reach out to me. I have three openings for September. Um, well, uh, I'm sorry, I just said September. We're in 
September. I have three openings heading into the beginning of October. I would love to help you tackle whatever you've got going on as you head into Q4 so that you can round out the year with as much success as possible and as little exhaustion and burnout as possible as well. Heather at Heather Gray Consulting is where you can find me. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.